0: Hello, fellow true crime lovers. Welcome to another episode of Dimes of Crime. This is your host, Richa. And I'm Haley. How is everyone doing today?
1: I hope good. You can't
0: respond to me. So Haley, how are (laughs) you doing?
1: (laughs) I'm good. Yeah, just drinking a Corona and ready for our episode today. How about yourself? My drink is
0: an interesting one. I had one of those chocolates, you know, that come with liquor in it. So I had one that had Jim Bean, like right before I was going to get on this recording. And I figured since I'm narrating, that was just better anyway. Otherwise, my drink just sits there because, you know, when you're talking, you can't really (laughs) drink it. So I was like, oh, we'll try this for today. So, yeah, I've already had my little chocolate plus tiny shot of Jim Bean. I don't know if it's a full shot in there or not, but. Nice. I don't really like Jim Bean, but it was it tasted better with chocolate, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all the sugar.
0: Yeah. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Jim Bean, but oh well. So interesting fact about this is I was thinking of what to research for this week's episode. And um, the topic I had in, or really the person that I had in mind was another really gruesome case that I didn't want to do it. I didn't have the heart to research it after Haley told her evil E.T. story. <laughs> so we're just going to leave that in our back pockets for a later time and we'll come back to it. So Haley sent me the story and I dug deeper into it and it got interest interesting enough for me to actually tell the story. And Haley was nice enough to be considerate about our Indian listeners because we charted number, what, 39 was it? Yeah, 39
1: or 34 or something like that.
0: Yeah, on the Indian true crime podcast on Apple. And so this is sort of like a hello to all our listeners in India, if you're still listening to us, you know, it's a case that happened in India. So we're going back to my roots again. So uh, do you want to just start off, Haley? What's that? Start off with what? Just the episode. We should do a trigger warning, I guess. So all the oh, okay. trigger warnings that we always say about still apply. Um, again, there's not much gory details to this. I guess there are some. It's very subjective, but it's not as bad as some of our other cases. It, but all cases, again, are really slad, sad. So, again, all trigger warnings apply. If you're listening to us on speaker and loud, take us off. And uh, be considered of other non-fellow true crime lovers. And right. uh, put us on headphones. Okay, so we're going to get right into it. Um, the sources, I think it's easier to just list them in the bio of our episodes. Uh, so I'm not going to name them here. But we, they are all going to be listed in our episode bio. Perfect. Okay, so we start off on April 24th, 2012. And I can't believe that 2012 is now a decade ago because we're in 20-fucking-22. 20 <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I know. So anyways, she- Sheena Bora, this is the case about Sheena Bora's murder. She takes a leave of absence and sends in a written resignation letter resigning from her job as an assistant manager at Mumbai Metro 1. When Rahul Mukherjee, her boyfriend slash fiance, tries to get in touch with her on that day he receives literally one text that's a breakup message I do not know that what the contents of that text message were because it's not really public again a lot of times with these international cases there isn't a lot of media coverage so if you guys do have questions feel free to reach out to us and I'll try to answer as much as I can And I'm sure Haley will have questions too mm-hmm. so he just receives a breakup message from her basically saying I don't know what, but I guess it was enough to for him to deduce that she broke up with him. Right, right. So Rahul obviously finds this super suspicious and immediately contacts Sheena's mom, Indrani, who tells him that Sheena had actually left for the states, and by states I mean USA, uh, for her higher studies and that Rahul didn't need to be worried and that there was no need to file a missing person report, which interestingly... When I was living in India, I heard this term all the time, but I didn't actually know what it stood for. So a missing person report or really sort of any report in most Southeast Asian countries is called a first information report, also known as an FIR Oh, cool. So in Indian terms, Indrani just basically tells Rahul there's no need to file an FIR. She's not missing. She's just left for the states to go pursue higher studies. Uh, And and after that, Sheena is basically never seen by any of her family and friends after April 24th, 2012. Dun, dun, dun. And so starts (laughs) our story. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you go pursue higher studies, it's not like you just freaking break up. Right. No. Right. I mean, you would have told your boyfriend slash fiance that that's what you were thinking about, that maybe you were having doubts about the relationship it doesn't
1: just come out of the blue. So there's so many red flags here. And even I'm- if you did do that out of the blue, like, you know, there are cases where people just like one day wake up and decide they're just this isn't the life for them. And they just pack their bags yeah. and leave. Which and Im-
0: even if you the- ig- ignore all of that, it's weird that she goes and then no one sees her. Like right. she had all no, her family
1: didn't contact her, or not she didn't even contact her, her mom, family, her yeah, own exactly. mom. Yeah, she'd be contacting someone for yeah, sure. It's weird. So, a lot of
0: suspicious stuff. But f- before we get into all of that, we're going to take a step back, a huge step back, actually, into Sheena's childhood and family history, uh, because I think it'll be important later on when we discuss the case. So, Sheena Das Bora and her brother Mikhail were born to Indrani Mukherjee, then known as Bori Bora. So Indrani Mukherjee obviously changed her name. I'm just letting you know that when she conceived Sheena and Mikhail, at some point her first name, or not first name, but like her name before Indrani was Bori Bora, which is why Sheena's last name is Bora and Indrani's, her mom's last name now is Mukherjee. Um, So as... Shina Das Bora and her brother were born to Indrani, uh, who was then known as Bori Bora, and an Indian HR consultant and media executive, Siddharth Das, in 1987 in Shillong, Meghalaya. So Shina was born in 1987 in a very sort of east state uh, of India. And she was born on 22nd November. Okay. Indrani was born on 22nd November 1972. And the only reason I'm even mentioning this is because if you do the math, Indrani, Sheena's mom, was only 15 years old when she had Sheena. That's pretty young. Yeah. So Indrani obviously decides to leave her children, Sheena and Mikhail, under her parents' care, Upendra Kumar, Bora, and Durga Rani in Guwahati. And she herself moves to a different state, now known as Kolkata. So obviously she doesn't, I guess, sort of a... What state is she living in, you said, right now? I'm just telling you that after she abandons them, she's now moved to Kolkata. But in present day, when we're discussing the case, this is all in Mumbai. But I'm just going back into the family history. Yeah. Okay. So... Okay. What's Mumbai like? Mumbai... So I've lived in Mumbai, and I've only visited Kolkata, so I can probably speak more to mumbai i was there for a lot of my teenage years and it's a fast pace mm-hmm. i the best i can compare it to is it's like new york it never sleeps i mean and also anywhere in india there's just a lot of people but okay. mumbai there's just so a like lot a big of people. city <laughs> all the time and okay yeah it's very it's a it's more closer to the equator so it's very tropical it's kind of almost like hawaii um more like hawaii in terms of weather than san diego because san diego and cal are just random places in california get cold sometimes you know like temperature will drop here and maybe it drops in hawaii too i know haley because you live sort of at an elevation but for the most part there weren't really any winters there you know like it kind of just stays in humidity Yeah, mid 60s to like high 80s you know is what we're talking about right that's, That's probably like probably a windy, rainy season or something. Yeah. So you, they get a lot of rain. A lot of rain. I mean, so much rain that streets sometimes shut down because there's flooding everywhere because sometimes the infrastructure is so bad. But I mean, I literally remember going to school there and having days where our power was out because there was a huge rainstorm. Our entire ground floor, which was all parking in our apartments, was flooded like to our knees. Wow. Yeah, it it got rough there. It got rough there. You should look up some of the Mumbai flood stories um, or just flooding in India in general. In some of the states that are closer to the coast, it gets crazy there sometimes. Anyways, moving on, diversion. So Indrani basically abandons her children, leaves them in the care of her parents. So Sheena grew up with her maternal grandparents, uh, Upendra and Durga. And then Indrani moves to Kolkata so in Kolkata,
1: what do you call sorry what do you call maternal grandparents um, it'd be her in, in my
0: because i know uh bengali people or i guess she's not bengali i don't know what the regional dialect is in um Sh- Meghalaya, but in hindi or in my culture slash whatever part culture is they would be nani. So like okay, my Nani, parents Nani. to my son are Nana and Nani, and Nana is right, that's right. the male and Nani is the female because I know a lot of the times like Nana, Nana is, is like Mama, mom, yeah. Um, anyways, so in Kolkata, Indrani married Sanjeev Kanna. So remember, Indrani had Sheena with a media consultant. With an HR consultant and media executive, Siddharth, in 1987, but he's kind of like nowhere to be found in the picture. Um, so Indrani deserts her children and now she marries another guy in Kolkata called Sanjeev Kanna and she has another daughter that they name Vidhi. But I guess things don't work out again. So Indrani divorces or they get divorced. Sanjeev and Indrani get divorced by 2002. And Indrani, shortly after, (laughs) marries another guy called Peter Mukherjee, which is why her last name now is Mukherjee, because she takes her, at that time, current husband's last name. So, and then she drops her maternal name Das, obviously, which is why Sheena Bora Das and Indrani Mukherjee. So India Today released some excerpts from Sheena's diary on um, that she wrote and these are also going to be important because basically now I'm going into what was her relationship with her mom and so on February eleventh, two 2003 so she was essentially like 16 at the time she wrote oh happy birthday to me but I'm not happy it seems as if I've got nothing in my life nothing my future seems very pale to me Just depression has encircled from me from all sides. Disgusting life it is. I hate my mother, that bloody bitch. She's not a mother. She is a witch. She must have been, dot, 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 end quote. And then on February 12th, the next day in 2003, she writes, and now that she got married with that old man, I'm assuming this refers to Peter, I hate her. I wish her soul gets condemned, not even in hell i have much grief much tears to flow but when where and in front of whom question mark end quote
1: i just have to say it feels kind of naughty listening to her diary it does so i guess um
0: these excerpts were released by one of the media outlets and it's Mm -hmm. uh, essentially one of their articles that i'm going to reference in the sources um and I think it's very broken English. And I think what might have happened is she didn't write her diary in English. So I think someone translated these, is what it comes across to me as Mm
1: -hmm. when I was
0: reading things. Because it was like very broken, fragmented sentence structuring. And I was like, there's no way a 16 year old who I now know like what she goes on to do in terms of higher studies in Bombay wrote like this. You know, I know that she was smart.
1: Yeah, no, she probably wrote in her language and then it got translated for sure yeah
0: it was either hindi or something else i just have to say though richa
1: if i die of mysterious circumstances or not and i have a diary you're gonna burn it nobody's gonna read it period
0: wouldn't you like leave them somewhere buried in a time capsule that no one can find (laughs) because that's what i'm not if i'm
1: not if i'm murdered oh i guess that's true so are you gonna entrust me with your journals in your I'm will, gonna, so I'm I can ch- burn them for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you to come here fast enough to find them and then burn them. Yeah. Oh, man. I have no
0: idea where I'm going to look. Connor's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing in my bedroom?
1: Or you could just tell him that I said that. He, <laughs> nobody's going to release them to the freaking... I don't... I I'm going to show diary, up on a midnight flight do, to
0: wherever you live and
1: be like, oh, I need to find Haley's journal. Yes. It's just something sacred about it. You know, you don't want to... I don't know. Honestly
0: truth be told i started writing a journal all because i read anne frank and oh. anne frank her journals get discovered and they discover like this whole way of how she lived and survived those uh years when there was mass genocide happening under hitler and do it you know, was just and anne-
1: and frank is banned where it's like not allowed in libraries now
0: what do you mean it's banned I'm not it's keeping like, up with all of the It's like all culture, the, I guess.
1: It's, it's, yes, it's like a part of the non, we don't talk about these books.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not up with this. She was my inspiration purely in the innocent form of I read that book as a child and I thought, huh, how cool would it be to document my entire life? And when I die hundreds of years from then or even decades from when I die, someone will find my journals and like know a little part of my life. And I think that's cool. I don't want yeah. anyone to know about my journals in my present generation because I think that would be embarrassing. But like hundreds of years or decades from now when I'm like far gone and dead, someone can find my
1: journals and I won't care. Right. It's like part of your. it's part of it's kind of like our way of immortality. Yeah. It's like a yeah. time capsule. So I guess I guess it makes sense because it's banned in some schools, but mostly just because of like you said mass genocide It's depressing and sexually offensive. So okay. Whatever, fair
0: my enough. my my personal take on that is that that's part of history and it's important. I learned a lot from those books and I read them as like a seventh or an eighth grader and I didn't take away the bad parts. Yes, those were sad when I realized why she was living the way she was living and when it all dawns on me. But as a child, I took away the innocent parts of it, you know? Right. Um, Anyways, so moving on. So she clearly, based on those journal excerpts, had a tumultuous relationship with her mom. And understandably so. You know, she probably felt abandoned and rejected. And there are more entries in her journal suggesting that she had no contact with her biological father, Siddharth Das, either. Um, either the grandparents maybe kept him away on purpose or he chose to stay away. It's, it's really not clear from all the sources that I read. Either way, she probably felt abandoned definitely by her mother, but also probably by her father to some extent. But either way, she didn't have much contact or at all with her father either. Biological father anyway. So anyways, she eventually learns and by she, I, means Sheen, I mean Sheena. Sheena eventually learns that by this time, Indrani is living in Mumbai, married to Peter. So Sheena moves to Mumbai as well in 2006. So she is she was born in 1987. So she's probably 19 now. Um, Wait, is that right? 1987? That's not 19. My math is wrong there. 96. No, no, it is 19. I'm right. Okay. In all the articles that I read, and honestly, the sad part about these international stories, like I've said, is there isn't much detail or material out there. So the little that was available speculated that Indrani, Sheena's mom, wasn't especially happy about Sheena randomly showing up either. And so Indrani told Mm. her to introduce Herself as her sister and not her mom. Because remember, their age difference is only 15 years. And she was probably worried about her reputation being ruined if people found out that she had had children barely like 15, 16 years younger than her. You know, and I mean, hmm. as forward as India is, I can totally imagine like teenage pregnancies are not the most well received in India. <laughs> it's probably like a huge, right. you know, Shame carrier, almost in some sense, uh, because everyone is yeah. so prudish or used to be at least so prudish about sex when I was there. But maybe times have changed now. I know they have because everywhere is getting more globalized, which I'm happy about. Anyway, so Sheena. My mom
1: had me at 16.
0: Yeah, I mean, it happens all the time. It's not like it doesn't yeah. happen in India. Clearly, oh, yeah. we're reading about a case at, that happens and he, here. And right? he used-
1: yeah. And it used to happen like earlier back in the day. Like I come from generations and generations yeah. of teen pregnancy. I mean, it
0: happens. It's the it's the truth of the world. I'm just explaining why Indrani in this case might have felt, you know, some sort of way to hide the fact that she had a child so young because of the culture back in India, you know. So Sheena starts a new life in Mumbai mm-hmm. and she gets into one of the most esteemed colleges in Mumbai At least that I remember from my time there anywhere, which at this point is like almost 16, 17 years ago that I was there. Uh, She gets into St. Xavier's College for a bachelor's in arts. She graduates in 2009. And in 2009, she joins Reliance Infrastructure as a management trainee. And in June 2011, Sheena joined Mumbai Metro One as an assistant manager. So... Uh, side note over here, I think I read in one of the sources, and I can't remember exactly which one, that in return for Sheena agreeing to call Indrani her sister and not her mom in front of like her colleagues and friends in Mumbai, Indrani agrees to pay for her uh, educational expenses. That's the trade-off here yeah
1: oh wow um
0: and i have hadn't mentioned that this already indrani was worried about her reputation because she had made quite a name for herself in mumbai so now we're going to get into indrani's sort of like how she became what she was in mumbai by the time sheena comes there so in 1996 indrani founded inx services private limited this was a recruitment company in kolkata In 2001, Indrani moved to Mumbai, where her recruitment had some very high profile, important clients, Reliance Industries being one of them. The firm also handled recruitment for Star India. Star India is a really popular media entertainment company back home. And in fact, they even had like a channel on TV, just Star Plus or Star India. I don't know if this is the same people or peeps but i think that's a very big company from what i remember in 2005 indrani's firm formed a partnership with a switzerland-based global executive search specialist imd international search group which appointed indrani as its regional director of asia pacific so she was like big time right by this point by the time sheena comes into her life she's really high up in some of the social circles
1: good for her INX. x so does yeah. she just like not talk to her mom then throughout all this time of China's life?
0: We'll get into that a little bit okay. more. I mean, the most that I could gauge for sure is that Indrani is not happy, but she's sort of dealing with it the best way she can. Okay. Anyway, so INX News, Indrani's company gets incorporated on 26th, 22nd December 2006 with an authorized capital of 75 million rupees, which is, in today's terms, is approximately a little bit over $1 million USD. But remember, this is back in 2006, which is now 16 years ago. So at that time, that was worth a lot of money, especially in India. Like that much money in India is basically royalty status, you know. Um, So anyways, her company gets valued at 75 million rupees. It's then divided into 7.5 million shares valued at 10 rupees each. Oh, dang. Peter Mukherjee, who was her husband at the time, was a retired British TV executive as well. He was the CEO of Star Star India from 1997 to 2007. All this to give you guys an idea that both Indrani and Peter were really high-profile entertainment industry executives. So now, back to present day. Sheena is nowhere to be found. Her mother slash sister (laughs) claims she just up and left for higher studies to the States and decided to break up with her boyfriend, who, by the way, Sheena had been dating Rahul since 2008. So by the time she disappears, they've been dating for four years at least, if not already engaged And some articles, like I mentioned, even claim that she was engaged to Rahul Mukherjee as of October 2011.
1: Wait, so So, so she's engaged to this guy and then Mm -hmm. she sends him a breakup text and then she just gets up and leaves for the States to go study. But her mom said she was going to pay for her studies. Yes. Actually, that's a good point. I never thought about it that way. So what? Yeah. So I guess it wouldn't be that weird, but... And the fact that she's not talking to her mom really wouldn't be that weird either. Yeah, but no one, not even her brother, not even...
0: So, yes. l- so let me take a step back. I don't think it was very obvious because there's so many dates that I'm throwing out here. But she's been dating mm-hmm. Rahul since 2008. Um, They got engaged, right. apparently, according to one of the sources I read, uh, as of October 2011. So when she disappears randomly, they've been engaged for six months. And, and okay. that... All of that, like four years of a relationship, six months of an engagement after all that, she just broke up with him over text. It just I don't think that sits right with me for a girl who clearly would in my head have had abandonment issues. I don't think would have abandoned her significant other like that. You know what I mean?
1: yeah Yeah, that makes
0: so that's why i think it's sketch
1: no it definitely seems it definitely i mean it definitely seems a little sketch but i also don't think it's like totally you're just trying to play
0: devil's advocate and be like yeah it it could happen
1: kind of and i've known people i've known people that do that that literally was married to somebody and then just like got up one day and left and packed her shit and left and then like 10 years later (laughs) filed for divorce
0: that's crazy
1: yeah Shit like that happens yeah. all the time, so that's not unusual. And then the fact that she doesn't talk to her mom wouldn't be unusual, especially after being like, uh "Let's just say you're my sister, and I'll pay for I the I But that get my hair, her
0: talking to her mom is not unusual, based on what we've read. But it seems like Rahul was on like her good side, so I don't think she would have done any of this without at least
1: yeah it's, it's yeah. out of her character and then even her grandma she's not talking to her grandma I, they
0: haven't mentioned them in this article so i don't they don't really mention them beyond okay. the fact that she was raised by them and i'll mention them a few times before yeah. when i go back in time again
1: but anyways now yeah so they could have passed away yeah or so like now new else.
0: side note okay. notice that rahul her boyfriend slash fiance's name yeah i just don't think sheena would have kind of left without rahul At least having an inkling about it. It just seems odd to me. That's all. So anyways, new side note, if you haven't noticed yet, Rahul's last name is the same as Indrani and Peter's last name. And it's not just because a lot of people have that last name, but because, wait for it, do you want to guess, Haley? They're related. Rahul was Peter's son. So technically, Rahul is not actually related. They're not related by blood at all because he's not because Indrani was not Rahul's biological mom but I guess he's like a stepbrother is that the right way to yeah. put it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so rahul was peter's son so essentially indrani's stepson which would make him sheena's step brother so Weird. rahul yeah how so does rahul, that even happen oh i'm going to explain now <laughs> rahul had met sheena at peter's house and their friendship eventually grew into love In 2008, according to Rediff News, Sheena finally told Rahul that Indrani was indeed Sheena's biological mom. Indrani was not happy about Sheena dating her stepson, and she fought with Sheena about it pretty often. She also, as a way to break Sheena and Rahul up, sent Sheena back to Guwahati, where her maternal grandparents lived, and later after that sent her to Delhi. Uh, I'm assuming she was able to do that because she controlled her finances for a lot of the part. I think so. She probably must have threatened to like cut her off or something. She was like, "No, you need to go back to like your nana and nani and blah blah blah." Uh,
1: so, anyways, when she don't like <laughs> Sheena's mom, yeah,
0: yeah. shocker. <laughs> um, so, anyways, <laughs> when Sheena was sick in Delhi, when Indrani had exiled her there, she called Sheena's former boyfriend Gostab Saikia, and asked him to take her to Bengaluru when Rahul came to know about this he decided he was going to visit Sheena in Bengaluru and find and he finds out when he goes there that the medicines that Indrani was giving to Sheena were actually sedatives meant for mental illness so clearly Indrani Not a great mom would be like an understatement of the century. (laughs) I just don't think her intentions were very great with Sheena, which I now as a mom, I don't even understand how that's possible. I mean, I understand that there's postpartum depression and whatnot, but this doesn't seem like postpartum depression. Like this is, she's a full grown adult. She's, Indrani is actually going out of her way to make Sheena miserable. And I just think that that would have fucked with Sheena so bad. I don't even know yeah, what's going on up, with because Yeah, messed up. All because you
1: messed up when you're, fi- when you're 15 years old. And that has nothing to do with Sheena. And not ask to be born. Yeah. And, I mean, can you... I don't even know. The only thing I can think
0: of when I read, read the story about Indrani was that she was born evil. And I don't say that about a lot of people. But... For someone to do so much bad to their own kin, I think, takes a special kind of evil. Um, Anyways, Mm -hmm. so according to Rediff News, Sheena then wrote to Peter and said that Indrani was a continuous problem for her. She wrote, I quote, you could make Indrani Mukherjee understand that bad mouthing me or Rahul won't solve anything, end quote. Indrani took it a step further though and not only did she try to get Sheena and Rahul to break up she threatened Sheena that she would cut her off from their ancestral property in Guwahati which was probably like Indrani's mom and dad's also Sheena's grandparents who raised her property because that's the only people I know that weren't related to Indrani and were family and lived in Guwahati. So anyways Indrani wrote in an email Quote, we we have changed the will in which Indrani had bequeathed flat in Delhi to Sheena and disinherited you as a sign of our disapproval for your relationship with Rahul. Don't contact us till this relationship with Rahul continues. End quote. Sheena then replied to the email, quoting, and I quote, shouldn't that be the most important things for parents? You did whatever you gave, whatever gave you happiness happiness in life. Even I deserve the same. Why are you upset because of it? I'm your daughter. I have some mm-hmm. of you in me. I will find my way through and be just fine. End quote. Man, this I read is giving this. me lots
1: of trauma here. I got my own parent <laughs> problems, but damn. <laughs> Sorry, I feel for it. To- I feel for it. Yeah.
0: There's just a lot going on here. And I think what I read from this exchange or I, I took away from it was that even though Indrani kept threatening her that she was going to cut her off, take all this inheritance away from her. I don't think Sheena really cared. Sheena just wanted to be happy. She was happy that she found Rahul and she was She's happy like, that she She's like, why is my mom love. treating
1: me like this? Like, all, yeah. I wanted, all I want is love and happiness. Like, yeah. that's what And she was clearly wants. happy. So, again,
0: all of this adds up to I don't think she would have just up and left. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: She's clearly happy with him. And yeah,
0: she's fighting for their relationship. She knows how unhappy Andrani is about it, but she still continues to fight for it. So this even adds more suspicion to her disappearance. For sure. Now there's a motive. Exactly. So now back to present day. Rahul who had probably this at the time of her disappearance would have known all this background, obviously thinks that Indrani is lying and he urges the police to visit Indrani's house. The police check up on the house, but are told probably by a housekeeper or something that Indrani was traveling abroad at the time. When she comes back, she talks to the police and tells them (laughs) that Rahul was essentially trying to stalk Sheena. And that is why Sheena had moved away and was going to break up with him anyway. So guess what? It's her word against his. And the case goes cold and nothing comes of it until 2015. So remember, she
1: went missing in 2012. Well, now the mom's saying like, ah, oh, she didn't really love you. She went to the States to study. That's her real love passion. Yeah,
0: she. not only that. She tells the police that she was is basically trying to break up with him. He was stalking her and he's essentially just trying to get in touch with her. So he's making up stuff and Jeez, there's please. nothing to be filed about or like talked about here
1: so anyways i guess oh. the police believe so her So now she's talking I really shit about her stepson too
0: exactly so i guess the case goes cold and there's not much detail about like how much they followed up on indrani's story or what they did but i don't know the laws back there as well this well either so i'm assuming the police either just believe her or they don't have enough grounds to look into other things and they just kind of drop it but then on August 21st, 2015, so this is almost three years and four months after in uh, Sheena's disappearance, Indrani's driver, Shyamvar Rai, is arrested for possession of illegal weapons. Mm. When the police interrogate him, he says that he will give them details on Sheena Bora's case. Oh. Uh, I'm assuming he said this in exchange for like a lighter sentence or... Community? acquittal or something yeah but they don't really mention <laughs> what they gave him in return they the oh, articles sure. that I like, read, yeah yeah the articles that i read they just say that he's willing to talk about that case
1: question what are the illegal weapons that say or are we just like
0: it did not say it, and i didn't kind of dig into it because i do didn't we know go it's illegal in india guns it's a good question i don't know that's
1: okay no worries
0: <laughs> maybe by illegal they just meant like unregistered weapons that's true yeah. you know because I, I don't know the firearm policy there I do know that in malls because of certain religious beliefs you're allowed to bring swords because like I know Sikhs sometimes carry their sword because of like religious purposes
1: oh but that makes sense
0: regardless like I honestly just don't know the firearm policy or just weapon policy in India about things it's been a wild slash
1: never of me researching it. Right. Uh, all I know about... And it could be all kinds of stuff or they could never say what it is. Like, Yeah, it this- could be
0: that he had stuff that wasn't Google registered. Google says
1: fully automatic, semi-automatic, which is the same as the United States. Hmm. And then what you were saying, non-registered would be illegal. So Yeah.
0: So anyways, in his version in fear of Sheena, and by his, I mean in Shyamvar, Indrani's driver's version of the story, in fear of Sheena Bora inheriting the entire property that Indrani had told her to cut her off from, was what pushed Indrani over the edge against her own fucking daughter at that. Like, I don't even understand that, but whatever. I'm just going to tell the story and breeze past that for now. So, Indrani decides she's going to do away with Sheena and Peter joins in because he also despised Rahul and China's relationship. I mean, I honestly can't believe the fucking parents here. Their
1: kids are happy; just let them be. <laughs> I don't understand what the big deal is. Seriously, he- it doesn't matter if your step if they're your son and your daughter, your son and your stepdaughter, or vice yeah, versa, are in so love. Like whatever. Just like let I it, don't yeah. understand. I honestly, there's I- nothing in sexual, or incestual i don't think this was incestual, incestual about because it. they're not
0: blood related no it's not yeah they're
1: not that's what i'm saying there's nothing that's like gross about it there's nothing wrong no with they're with just two like, people
0: who happen to fall in love
1: that are weirdly
0: because of some family dynamic kind of related but not really by blood um
1: yeah no anyways indrani and sheena didn't even grow up in the house she grew yeah up i mean she moved there when so. she was like
0: 20 something so it's like get over it indrani like she doesn't even want the money just let her go Anyways, so it turns out that Indrani had a soft spot for her other daughter, Vidhi. Remember, with her second marriage with Sanjeev Khanna? And she wanted Vidhi to have the property. So she reaches out to her ex-husband, Sanjeev Khanna, who also joins in this conspiracy because he wants the best for his daughter, apparently. The only parent acting out in the interest of their child in this one is also a murderer. So I, honestly, I can't relate with the parents in the story at all. <laughs> because they're all Weird. trying to murder someone's child. So three of them are yeah, involved so here? so Indrani is involved. The driver. Four, actually. The Indrani, mom. Indrani, Peter, Four. the driver, and Indrani's last husband, Sanjeev Kanna. who is Vidhi's biological dad. Does that make sense?
1: Wait, who's biological dad? It's so many. The names are yeah. hard so for me Indrani to like. Has sort out at least
0: two children. Sheena, who she abandoned, but then with her second marriage yeah. with Sanjeev Kanna, she has another daughter called Vidhi. Right, she's okay. Vidhi's the one she wants to leave all of her money to, and she's afraid that Sheena is going to take away that money because she has the first rightful claim to it, and so that's wow. why she wants to kill her. And Peter joins in because Sheena's dating Peter's son, and he doesn't like that. And Sanjeev Kanna, Indrani's ex-husband, joins in because he's Vidhi's biological dad who Indrani wants to leave there. So
1: the biological dad, the sister, Sheena's half-sister, the mom, and Peter, uh, her fiancé's dad all are gonna kill not him. her half
0: sister though vidhi is no longer like not involved in this at all she's oh, okay. just the reason okay. that they're doing this but she's not involved in this so it's really indrani her ex-husband sanjeev Kana, her current husband peter mukerji who is also she's oh, dad and then the driver is probably just like there at the wrong time <laughs>
1: witnessing it and And also like she pays him
0: so she was probably like you're gonna fucking do this or i'm gonna fire you or whatever i don't know anyways he's there so he alleges and by he i mean Shyamvar, the driver alleges that indrani had surveyed a likely area to dump the body the evening before the murder on 24th april 2012 which is when remember sheena went missing Sanjeev Khanna flies into Mumbai and checks into a hotel, hotel hilltop at Worley. The driver alleges that Indrani rented a car. They even named the car Opel Corsa. I don't think I don't know if you know that car, Haley. I do because I grew up in India. It was a really fancy car at the time for the abduction uh, to for the adoption, abduction and to dispose of her body. The driver claims that Indrani had earlier asked Sheena to meet her on the evening of 24th, April 2012. And even though Sheena was reluctant, which now we know why, because her mother was a bitch,
1: (laughs) she agrees. And at about... Yeah, so that journal about saying your mom's a bitch and a witch. yeah, Yeah, clearly.
0: Right. At about 6 p.m. on 24th April 2012, Indrani joins her ex-husband, remember Sanjeev Khanna, Vidhi's biological dad, at his hotel, Hotel Hilltop in Worli. And an hour later, Rahul, Sheena's fiance, drops Sheena off near National College on Linking Road in Bandra. Indrani Sanjeev, who is her ex-husband, and her driver Shamwar Rai, I'm just going to call him Rai now, were there to meet Sheena. Rai continues talking and he says that Indrani sat next to the driver in the front as a passenger while Sheena was in the back seat with Indrani's ex-husband, who's really not related to Sheena in any way, Sanjeev. Um, The driver said that they took her to one of the bylanes. These are very sort of like commonwealth terms they've used here. Basically, bylane just means probably a secluded street somewhere. So they take her to a bylane in Bandra and that's where Sanjeev, Indrani's ex husband, strangled her. And by her I mean Sheena. Sanjeev mm-hmm. later left for his hotel while Indrani stayed home and get this, Rai, the driver, slept inside the car with the fucking body in the trunk. Jeez. Yeah, crazy. In the early hours. How could you even I sleep? Don't know. In the early hours of 25th April 2012, Rai says the three of them, Sanjeev, Indrani, and the driver, drove to the village of Gagore, and I hope I'm not butchering these names, in Riger. Because they were worried about the possibility of police checks and for people who haven't visited India or gone to India, there are occasional police checkpoints when you either cross borders or are going from like one county to another. Um, It's just like a safety thing there. Uh, So they were worried about these police checks. So (laughs) this is even weirder and I'm nervous laughing because of how gross this is. They prop up Sheena's dead body up between Indrani and her ex-husband on the backseat.
1: Oh, and they like pretend she's awake. As if she was asleep. Or like a passenger. As if she was asleep rather
0: than put her in the trunk because they didn't want it to be suspicious. At about 4 a.m. on 25th April 2012, they dragged the body out of the car in an isolated spot in that village in the forest, stuffed it back into a bag, poured gas over it, and set it on fire. After the wow. body was completely burnt, I guess they stayed there to make sure it was completely burnt, they returned to Mumbai and Sanjeev, Indrani's ex-husband, left Mumbai later that day to fly back to Kolkata.
1: There's still going to be bones.
0: Regardless, it's just all gross. I <sighs> This is kind of a story that there wasn't much detail about, but I'm almost kind of sad, glad because I can't imagine being in any killing yeah, your own child I, just, I can't like it's very hard to sort of process any of this story which is maybe why I'm not as sad as it seems because it's so surreal to me because I don't understand anyone's motivation here and it seems so pointless and sad
1: it's such a pathetic it's a pathetic yeah. motive and it's really fucking sad that you got four people to kill one person one two parents yeah I mean know, it's just to so kill- sad
0: I yeah yeah I'm. Um,
1: she did not deserve that. That is no. so messed up.
0: Anyways, on twenty fifth August, twenty fifteen, Mumbai police arrest Indrani Mukherjee, accusing her of murdering Sheena Bora. Indrani was charged for murder, disposing of evidence, and giving false statements. Kidnapping. You know, you name it. On 26th August 2015, Indrani's ex-husband, Sanjeev Khanna, was also arrested in Kolkata and charged for kidnapping, murder, uh, disappearance of evidence and conspiracy. Sanjeev allegedly confessed to the offenses that he was charged with. Uh, Peter Mukherjee was also arrested on 19th November 2015 on charges related to Sheena Bora's murder and was also accused of siphoning company funds into a bank account in Sheena Bora's name in Singapore. So not only did he yeah, wow. not only did he was, was he involved in killing her his son's fiance, but he like embezzled money in her name to an account in Singapore. Like how fucked up, dude?
1: Also, how stupid. Yeah. It's, also, it's hard. The fuck. Now, now you left your daughter who you're going to leave all this money to without two parents. Good job. Good without job,
0: any guys. parent. Not to mention, Peter probably destroyed his relationship with his own son. Oh, yeah. And Not to mention, killed the love of his life. So not only did Rahul lose a dad, he lost the love of his life over what money that they didn't even fucking want Well, that's the end of my case. I mean, I guess there's closure, but not really because the family who I would have hoped got closure in this case was the one who did it. Do
1: we know how many years or whatever?
0: So honestly, I read a little bit more about this case and I didn't include this in my notes, but since you asked, I think Indrani actually appealed her conviction. I don't remember how long, but I think it was sort of recent, maybe last year sometime that she claimed that Shino was still alive and that she was in the States and people had actually seen her. Um, no, I, think uh, I, re- yeah, I think if I I I think if remember correctly, that gets basically confirmed that it's a lie or however you call it. I'm spazzing out on the word for it exactly, like it's farce. And um, I think the act, the court actually ruled that she's not allowed to appeal and talk about this case anymore and that she needs to just serve her fucking sentence.
1: Oh, good. So probably whatever life in prison is could be just be life, and you like yeah. I know that
0: she's still in prison, and but I don't know what her sentence is because I nothing mentioned that. Like it just all the sources just mentioned all of these penal codes in Indian law that they were charged
1: under kidnapping and disposing of evidence, conspiracy, and that would get you like thirty plus years in America. So I'm guessing the equivalent of that, probably.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but. I know that this she was convicted back in 2015 and in 2021 if she was appealing the case she was probably still in jail so that's yeah at least hopefully six she years. dies in
1: prison hopefully they both all do yeah I mean it's just awful so wait did the driver get anything or Are you got gonna-
0: that's the part that I don't know which is so why I guess, said that I think guess I I he got immunity he got let go yeah I yeah. think he just got it for immunity or like a lesser sentence and he just uh-huh. served like a minor stint in jail and kind of like left or something mm-hmm. which really to be honest not not that I'm a acquitting right, him of any evil but right. he probably did it because his livelihood depended on it again maybe he's trash i don't know but i whatever i there's no, no information about what Shamwar rise um
1: he didn't have any motive for it that's for sure
0: money i'm sure they promised him money <laughs> yeah
1: that's true yeah wow but Yeah, that's that up. was the case guys i would say i'm glad you did that one but <laughs> no i'm good it was a good case I am uh, up, as but. as morbid as this sounds.
0: I'm I'm this case was still a, a minutely easier to talk about than the other case I was researching. So well, kids
1: are hard. Anytime kids are involved, it's hard.
0: Yeah, and this was someone's kid too. Like I always say, it's always someone's child. Right. But you know, it's just it under age. Me harder when yeah, it's underage and. Or especially if it's like infants and toddlers, I just
1: I can't. I don't fucking understand that at all. Yeah. I don't understand murder really. There's some motives motives that are like, oh okay, like, yeah. you kill your rapist or something. But yeah. this other case was hard to zero sense to me.
0: Honestly, Haley, when you sent me this case, I had no idea where this was going to lead me. I honestly I'd, just well, read that headline and I yeah, was like, that's oh, all I, I read what and I, happened.
1: I didn't want to read more into it because I wanted to like get you to do it. And I'm not going to do any Indian cases because, well, why would I if you can do them? And I can't even say any of those names. It would be so. <laughs> kind of
0: interesting to hear you pronounce all the names, though. No,
1: we already <laughs> struggled with my Brazilian.
0: Um, but yeah, well, that was the case. It's sad. Um, I don't actually know if Rahul ever finds Sheena's body or Indrani And, you know, like you said, ever they ever take him to the bones. So I don't know if Rahul ever got that closure or whatever happened to the maternal grandparents. I think I read somewhere that maybe they had passed already um but yeah yeah sad but I guess in some weird form justice was served and I'm glad that they're in jail and awful parents so yeah that was it guys um a rough one And I don't understand how the parents did what they did. We'll leave a question and a poll for you guys to answer slash vote on at the end of this episode. If you're not listening on Spotify, go on Spotify and do that enter that poll your answer for the poll and respond to our question uh review leave us a review on apple if you haven't already done that and if you have interesting cases for us to reach research reach out to us there's so many avenues our email dimes at gmail.com we have a twitter we have an instagram and we have a facebook page so reach out to us on any ah. platform that you think is best and tell us what you want to hear about next or anything
1: Yes, please. Or just chat with us. Uh, We will be doing a giveaway on reviews in the future. I'm kind of holding off until we grow our audience a little bit. But if you leave us a review, it doesn't really show us the name and like we're not staying up to date on every single one of the platforms we're on. So wherever you leave us a review, please screenshot that and send it to our email at dimes of crime at gmail.com so we can put that in our archives and you'll be automatically entered into our future Yay. giveaways. okay so.
0: perfect so Yay. we'll see you next week with a drink in hand don't let the murder thoughts
1: bite